And so you have your 3am alarm, I have my coffee ready to go. And I looked at my Instagram and was like, Oh, they've delayed the start by an hour. And so thankfully, I'd looked because mm-hmm. some people had just like gone to the race start already. And so I kind of went back to bed, just sort of trying to rest another hour and then get out to the start line, it's still raining, it's really muddy, and go use the porta potty, come out. And the whoever was directing out there goes, Oh, we're canceling the race. Whoa. Welcome to the Gotta Run Racing Podcast with your hosts, Norman and Jody. Discover the inspiring stories of the average and not so average runners. And they're off. Hey there. Hey, we are back with another Gotta Run Racing episode. Sure are. What's what's happening in the world of Norman, <laughs> the ultra norm? My training? Yeah, what's happening with your training for UTMB? It's tell, coming. Tell yeah. the listeners. It's coming along, coming along. I just finished my last PRP shots. Platelet-rich plasma. Oh, is that what it stands for? <laughs> it does. <laughs> I, just, I just know I go in there and get my injections in my hips mm-hmm. because they're not what they used to be. But for those who don't know what PRP is, it's basically they dry your blood, they spin it, they take the plasma out, and they re-inject the plasma directly where you need it into the joint. It could be your hips, your knees, your and elbow, that, whatever. That helps with healing. Yes, it calms things down if you have arthritis or if you have um, bone spurs, basically they say, or tears mm. in the hips, things like that. It's basically, it's a healing, your own body healing itself directly there. Well, it definitely got you through Western. Yes, I needed it through uh, the training and got me to the finish line of Westerns. And hopefully, well, it will. This is, I'm going to start ramping up now and I feel good. And it's going to get me to the finish line at UTMB. Which will be... <laughs> what, are you, what are you saying? <laughs> probably my last 100 miler. Probably <laughs> because my hips are not where they were and I'm kind of tired of running through the night. That's all right. You're going to be a 50K specialist. <laughs> well, no. Uh, I'm maybe a skyrunner. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> More mountains. <Yeah>. Awesome. <laughs> okay. And what's happening in Gotta Run Racing? Well, we've got the Lost Treasure Trail Race coming up in a couple weeks here. 5K, 10K, 25K at Mansfield Outdoor Center. Mm. The spring is shaping up nicely. I think we'll be free from snow for sure. Hopefully it'll be a nice warm day. Not as warm as last year. It was a little hot last year. For Yeah, it was hot last year. Because it was earlier too. We did it the weekend before the long weekend. Oh, okay. This year it's the Saturday of the long weekend. So we're hoping that it's temperate temperatures rather than too hot, too cold. Right. And no one has found the lost treasure of Jesse James. No, they have last not. Last year, so it's still out there, ready to be plucked. You got it. You okay. got it. Yeah. And who's on the podcast today? Today we have Arden Young, 37-year-old, living in Calgary. She's a dentist, and she has a long list of ultra finishes from 50K to 100 milers and everything in between. She's won some of our top Canadian races like Sinister 7 and Lost Soul Ultra in 2018. And she's had some impressive international performances at Bandera 100K, Run Rabbit 100 Mile, CCC in 2022, which we're definitely going to ask her mm-hmm. about, Havelina 100 Miler. And she's fresh off a win at Desert Rats Trail Run in Colorado, 100K Alternative, which we're not exactly sure what that meant. Uh, I kind of think she ran 50K, but we're not sure what that means. Yeah, the results are kind of 
Well, we're going to ask her about that. What yeah. exactly does that mean? We'll find out. <laughs> anyway, she won it. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll be representing Canada in the long course of the 2023 World Mountain and Trail Running Championships in Austria this June. Yes. 1,400 athletes from over 60 nations. We recently chatted with another member of the Team Canada. Who was that? Brandon Miller. That's right. Episode 76. And we're hoping to get a few more on before and after the event just to see how it went and... And promote Team Canada. You got it. You got it. So the rest of the world will have the fear in their eyes. As, <laughs> as they have... Uh-oh, the Canadians are coming. Yeah, the Canadians are coming. <laughs> Here they are at the start line. So yeah, that's a good way to get to know Team Canada. Absolutely. And without further ado, here is Arden Young. Hi. Hi, Arden. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? Doing well, thank you. Oh, you guys look all official, the background and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are in, in Ontario? We yeah. are. We're about an hour north of Orangeville. No, Toronto. Okay. Oh, sorry. Toronto. <laughs> we're in Orangeville, <laughs> an hour north of Toronto. <laughs> okay. I don't know Ontario very well, but yeah, I know where Toronto is. There we go. <laughs> All right. So big congrats on winning the Desert uh, Rats Trail Run recently. Um, but we the real reason we wanted to chat with you is because you were named to the World Trail Mountain Championships coming up in, for Team Canada coming up in Austria this June. And we wanted to speak yeah. to as many members as possible beforehand. Oh, that's awesome. One of the main reasons that we wanted to chat with you today. But we do know that you're a dentist, so we wondered how the heck do you find the time <laughs> to train and put in these 100K weeks? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's been an interesting balance. I, I got into trail running well into my, my dental career, so the dentistry thing definitely came first. <laughs> uh, I've been practicing for 13 years now, which is hard for me to believe. Wow. Uh, and I, I only got into trail running probably around like 2016. Mm -hmm. It's about six years after I graduated. And I've always been a runner. My whole family is like outdoorsy and my parents ran for fun and fitness. And so I ran through like never competitively, but mm -hmm. through dental school as my stress relief and just sort of to you know shake off the day. And then I moved out to Vancouver after, and that's where I was introduced to the trail scene. Mm. So, you know, I was full force dentistry until, yeah, like six or seven years into my career. And more recently, the, the, the scales have tipped more to be like, <laughs> oh, I think running is almost equally important to me now as, as dentistry. And wow. so there's kind of trying to make time for those dreams and realizing there's there's more to life and I've accomplished a lot and now there's I mean there's still so much more I want to do and trying to make the most of that time but the balance is hard mm -hmm. it's like a stressful job and then I go and put my body through all this stress so it's <laughs> like I don't I don't have a lot of time for a social life or a lot of other things it's my my life is my balance is inherently unbalanced for most people it's like <laughs> You're working and you're running, but running is also what I love. So it's like where I shake off the day and where I just like have my me time and process things. And so it, to me, it, it, it works for now. Honestly, I don't know how people do this with kids. That would be a whole different ball game. I do not have children. I have a dog who doesn't really like to run. She's pretty lazy. Um, but 
yeah, I mean, as we all, we all have such busy lives, you, you prioritize what brings you the most joy and value. And that's what I've been trying to do these past couple of years. Well, it's a good thing to learn that in your thirties rather than later on in life. So I commend you for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think one of the things too is like my dad got diagnosed with stage four colon cancer a few years mm. ago and right when he was retiring from his, his law career. And I think that also gave me a lot of perspective and like, Hey, what, what brings you joy? What are you going to regret when you might not be able to do anything any of these things anymore? And that's where I think I got a lot of that priority shift from was like, mm -hmm. wow, life's short and <laughs> he's doing great. Thankfully. Good, so good. my dad's doing great. He's, he's a stubborn guy. He's, you know, he's the guy who will put his chemo IV bag in his pocket and go for a two hour hike. Okay. <laughs> but so that's where I think that's where I get a lot of, of my drive from. But yeah, a lot of perspective comes from that. You know, you got to do the things you love while you can do the things you love. Absolutely. And I bet your, your social uh, uh, scene has changed a little bit. You probably have a lot more trail runner friends now than you do dental friends <laughs> well dent dentists we're a little weird so i don't hang out with that much many dentists yeah we're kind of weird but so we're trail runners maybe that's why i fit in um <laughs> definitely i mean it's it, it's such a great community i love the trail community every time i go down to the states and race i make more friends down there in canada like the, the canmore banff area has a great scene of athletes and it's just it's warm it's welcoming there's we, we push each other but have fun along the way and yeah I don't know it's just that's a big draw for me to this sport I bet <laughs> I heard from another podcast that you're maybe taking dentist dentistry on hold you're gonna set it aside first is that coming up soon so <laughs> I actually did do that okay. um, wow. but my timing my timing was off so I ran the Havelina 100 miler last October mm -hmm. around Halloween and that race, I kind of got injured like during that race, mm. my knee swelled up. And then as that healed, some tendonitis flared up for me in my post-tib and hamstring. And uh, maybe, maybe it's age, but I had a lot of trouble settling that down. And so I ended up having to basically take three months off. I didn't start running again until middle of January, which coincided with this time where I had quit my job and was pursuing some time to run full-time. Mm -hmm. um, I was aiming for Black Canyon's 100K as a golden ticker race, but I wasn't able to run. So that that time off turned into more of a rebuild and a reevaluation of my life and priorities. And so I, I'm currently working just sort of casually, but I am going back to full-time dentistry come the end of June, but with a big life change, moving to the mountains to Canmore, Alberta. So I, I've made a shift where I get to work and live where I want to play. I'm nice. in the mountains here every weekend. Anyhow, um, I have a good community here. I have family here and it is, I mean, it's, it's the best playground in Alberta. It's a beautiful <laughs> place. And I just, I feel lucky that this is lining up the way it is. And I'm, I'm able to bring these different parts of my life together. So that's awesome. I think it's a really positive change. And I also don't start uh, my job until I come back from Innsbruck from world. So nice. it gives me some time to push the vert and that's going to be <laughs> such a cool race. I'm so excited, but I have a lot of work to do in the next month before it happens. Wow. 
Where's Canmore in relation to Calgary? Just for about an hour. An hour. About oh, an okay. hour west. Yeah. Mm. So you yeah, can so. you could as a weekend warrior you could always go to Canmore if you lived in Calgary to do your training. Absolutely, and a lot of people do. I've yeah. been fortunate enough to have my parents have have lived out here for the last seven years or so, and I'm fortunate enough to have friends to stay with and them to stay with, and now my my partner here to stay with as well. And mm. so I'm I've been really lucky, but I also have lived out of my car for so long, going back <laughs> between the city and the mountains, that it's going to be so nice not to just like be living out of my my car on the road a lot. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Well, before we talk about worlds, let's talk about some other international races that you've done. One being Bandera, where you came third in 2020 and seventh last year. What was the difference between those two Banderas? Yeah, uh, 2020, I don't know if there was less competition because my time when I was seventh was actually faster than when I was third. (laughs) And I think, honestly, that just speaks to the trail scene. Like It's getting faster and more competitive and really exciting. It's becoming kind of a, a more of, it used to be such a niche sport and now mm. it's becoming its own entity in, in the international sports scene. Mm. So Bandera in 2020 is one of my, it, maybe it was my first 100K or one of my first 100Ks. So that was one of my first times racing in the States. Maybe I'd done like a 50 mile or something before, but that mm. was, that was me putting myself out there being like, okay, how am I? going to pan out. And yeah, that was, an, that was an okay race. But then last year, I was really fit for it when I was going to run Bandera and ended up having some health problems during the race. Mm. Uh, that took a while to sort out. And I was basically stopping to go to the bathroom every five minutes. Aww. So that race did not pan out into, into what I had hoped. And the goal is still to make it to Western States someday. So I'm still going to keep keep giving the effort there and signing up for those big races. Uh, but yeah, I think the, the biggest thing between them is just like the competition. Nice. If you don't show up healthy <laughs> and ready to go and ready to race and I mean, that you just got to, you have to have your A game at these races now. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Canyons is this weekend and can't wait to see yeah. how that shakes out because <laughs> it's shaping up to be another really competitive field. Absolutely. And we're just seeing that, that's one of the reasons I mean, Canada, we're building that scene and we have so much talent here, but to go race those fields where, you know, if you do well in, in, in a competitive race down the States, you can do well internationally. Mm-hmm. And that's where mm-hmm. we're finding, you know, you, you go down there to race some of the best people in the world. And that's why I keep going into the States just to, to test myself against that. Yeah, for sure. And you did CCC last year as part of UTMB. What was that like? Yeah, well, I had actually tried to do CCC in 2019. Mm-hmm. And I uh, DNF, my first and only DNF was oh. at CCC oh. at about 80k. So I vowed to go back. And so I went back last year. Unfortunately, actually got COVID right when I got to France. So I had COVID, I'd, I'd planned to go train for two weeks and then race. Mm-hmm. And instead, I went quarantined myself in a hotel room and, <laughs> and prayed. And um, I was, it was like, that was my first time having COVID. It was rough. I really had the trouble breathing. I had a really bad cough mm. and it was really stressful being in this beautiful place and having had so much build up, um, so much preparation and then not actually knowing if I'd even make the start line, which 
that was sort of the story at that event. Even some people pulled out during the race who kind of went, oh, all of a sudden I had COVID. So I actually got really lucky. And a few days before the race happened, I started to feel better, still had a cough, but I was like, well, I'm going to line up and see how it goes. And I, I started out conservatively, which maybe paid to paid to my benefit because I ended up just having the most beautiful day. I, I was felt really good. I ate well. I felt really positive, enjoyed the scenery and the people and the crowds and and still pulled off 16th place in yeah. a time that for me was great. And so to have that that sort of stressful lead up, have an amazing day. Now that I won Desert Rats, I am actually planning to go back and race CCC again this year. Ooh. So wow. hopefully, fingers crossed, I stay healthy this time <laughs> and wow. can see what happens. Yeah, we'll see you there. Norm's doing UTMB, yeah. so... Oh, amazing. Okay. I'll keep my eyes out for you guys. Any tips for him? Because it's his first <laughs> time in Chamonix. <laughs> oh, uh, the there is so much hype. There's so much hype the week before the race. And so, like, enjoy bits of it, but it also takes a lot of energy out of you. So yep. <laughs> lay low when you can. Get Feel the vibe, but also keep your energy for that race because you're going to need it. Oh, yeah. Well, we're planning to go a couple weeks ahead of time and we're going to do awesome. some hiking from Cormier to Chamonix just to get a feel for okay. the course. Yeah. Beautiful. I, so you're going to do part of the TMB then? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, and we're, <laughs> you know, we're, in, we're, he's training in Ontario, which might as well be flat. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. They're trails. That's the thing. Like to get out there early is great because we don't have, even in the Rockies here, we don't have, the the steepness and the duration like it's just literally you're just climbing 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 descending descending and we we don't have those kind of trails so that's why I'm actually planning to go over to Austria a bit early too while I have the time and just get used to what those European trails are like because we don't have anything like it no I know it's pretty wild eh yeah (laughs) Yeah, but it's it's beautiful you're gonna love it it's like (laughs) such an inspiring place yeah. Well, hopefully we can connect with you when yeah. we're over That'd there. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I, w- I would love that. We'll I'd love that. Touch. There's going to be some great, great Canadians out there this year. Yep. There sure um, is. Ailsa McDonald. Yeah, my friend Ailsa McDonald's going back yep. for yep. her UTM- UTMB redemption <laughs> and um, quite a few people from the Canmore area. So it'll yeah. be great. Yeah, it's going to be great for sure. And you, you did touch on a little bit of Javelina, but you went from the mountains of CCC to the desert of Javelina. So how did that go at Havana last year? Which 10th place is still pretty wow, good. Wow, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that may have been why I ended up injured because I went from <laughs> okay. training so much vert to going and doing a flat, fast desert 100 miler. So it was it was very uh, contradictory to all the training I'd put in in the summer to prepare for the mountains of Chamonix. But uh, yeah, Havelina was, it was wild. Like, I, I don't know if I'd really prepared myself for what I was getting into and the heat hit me really quickly Mm. definitely felt that and just like you're literally running 100 miles it's not like a lot of these races where you can hike (laughs) you are you are running and so I still had a great race I mean my my time any other year would have been near the podium and it's just again those races are so fast now the women are crushing and it's so great to see and yeah, I still had a really fun day. Again, Ailsa McDonald was there to pace me, and she's someone who I look up to. And I don't think I could have finished without her. So Aww. it was it was fun to have friends there. And Havelina Air Viper puts on amazing races, sure. and the vibe's so good. And 
the you get to just go through your crew station every every lap for five laps and yeah. at the end I was like why would I ever do that again but already I'm like oh I'll probably go back this year. <laughs> I remember the difference because I did Havelina back in 2016 and the finish line was just a, a stick that you crossed over <laughs> yeah it was pretty basic <laughs> it was the basics wow. thing, and now it's a oh it's epic. a party yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. So. It's a party. It's it's pretty great. You can hear the music like bumping from a couple of miles out. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Jody did it in uh, 2019. Right, the 100k. I and did. and I was looking to go. You just got the party. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's fun to see the evolution of the races too, because everybody's upping it. Every time you go to a race, it's there's something new. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And I mean, now they're adding the live stream broadcasting yes. and so it's just growing that fan base growing the sport there's more money coming into the sport more speed people coming from marathoning yes. um, i just finished i just finished des linden's new book and how mm. she's talking about transitioning to trail and ultra and wow. it's um you know it's a it's a growing sport and it's really exciting to be part of that yeah. now speaking of a party in the desert we were at Moab Run the Rocks. <laughs> oh, yeah. As were you. So fun, right? How yeah. much oh fun my gosh. was that? <laughs> Trans Rockies races. So Kevin Huda McDonald lives in Canmore. Yep. <laughs> so that's sort of how I got connected to the whole Trans Rockies thing. Right. And um, one of my best friends, Emily Mann, who was also at Moab. Yes. Her and I have now done the Trans Rockies Colorado two years in a row. We're the defending women's team champs Ooh. two years in a row. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, if we're talking about the community and those races bring the community and it's where, because you're racing day after day, you get to know people. And every time you get back together, it's like this big reunion and you're just like all there to have fun, do what you love. It's so supportive. And yeah, they just, they do such a good job. They really do. Well, the fact that it was sold out in 10 days, yeah. what, what oh, does that yeah. say? Yeah. A brand new yeah. year. That's oh, unbelievable. Yeah. So it's funny. I say, I say like when Huda calls people answer. So he's throwing <laughs> out this like, yeah, guys, we're going to do this race in Moab. It'll be great. And no one knows the details. No one knows how it's going to work. No. And everyone's like, yeah, I'll go. And <laughs> it's just, you know, he's created this, this scene in this community. And it's so awesome. It is for sure. And you've done, you said you've done Trans Rockies twice. What about Trans Selkirk? So you're going to give that a go? I'd like to. It's at a tough time of year. There's so many big races, August, end of August and the beginning of September. Revelstoke is beautiful. My youngest sister actually lives there. So it's, uh -huh. it's in the fam. Yeah, it's stunning. And I'd really like to. It's just making the time to do it. There's so many races, so many things I want to do. Yes. And it's hard to choose. It's hard, it's hard to choose. Yeah, even in Ontario, you know, there used to be many weekends without a race in the summertime yeah. and now you can't you can't find that it's every weekend there, there's a trail race somewhere in ontario every weekend yeah yeah and i don't know if it's same out there but here everything sells out so fast mm. it's like the squamish race that gary robbins puts yeah. on yeah sells out in in hours it's <laughs> people are hungry for more and i think there's still a lot of space for growth and yeah, i can't wait to see it we are race directors too, and that is a race director's dream. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I think, yeah, there's, there's a space for it, for sure. Would you prefer better, running in the mountains or the desert? Oh, they're both beautiful in their own ways. That's funny. I was actually thinking about that on my run this morning um, <laughs> after having just run in Fruta, 
And so you get that slick rock and it's technical in its own way, you know, like after you guys know, after running in Moab, running mm-hmm. on all that rock, it like yeah. takes its toll and the sand. I'd probably say I'm more of a mountain person. I, I just, I love the views and there's something magical, but the desert, like Havelina last year when the sun is setting and you're out running with the, the cactuses and <laughs> it's beautiful too. I can't choose. I'm not really a beach person, but I'll take trails anywhere. <laughs> Very good. And of course you, we just recently won the desert rats trail run. But I'm not too sure how it worked. It says 100K alternative 50K. What exactly happened there? Yeah, what there? happened this year? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it was a bit nutty. Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing so far, then check this out. Calling all trail runners to come on out to Mansfield, Ontario this May. The Lost Treasure Trail Race features both the 5 and 10K on the beautiful trails of the Mansfield Outdoor Center. As the story goes, the American outlaw Jesse James buried a barrel full of gold coins stolen from a train on his relative's property somewhere in the hills of Malmer. You'll earn your very own coin medal when you cross the finish line. Registration is now open. For more info, go to gotterunracing.com. Now back to Jody and Norm. I was headed to Desert Rats wanting my CCC qualifier for this year because the top three get their their spot in CCC doing the 100k and so the morning of the race and there had been like the weather had looked good it looked like maybe a drizzle but the I should say yeah the morning of the race we woke up and there had been a lot of rain overnight and so we have a 3 a.m alarm I have my coffee ready to go and I looked at my Instagram and was like oh they've delayed the start by an hour and so thankfully I'd looked because some people had just like gone to the race start already and so I kind of went back to bed, just sort of trying to rest another hour and then get out to the start line, it's still raining, it's really muddy and go use the porta potty, come out and the, whoever was directing out there goes, oh, we're canceling the race. Whoa. And so everyone's standing at the start 10 minutes before the gun goes off and they cancel the race and, and there was just like a lot of confusion and it was pretty wild. And they didn't know what they were going to do instead. They were said that they ha- this race is canceled. We'll see what we do about what you guys are running tomorrow. And we'll let you know by 3 p.m. that afternoon. So everyone kind of goes back, and, you know, try to go back to sleep with that adrenaline rush of the morning and everything. And at 3 p.m. they announced that we were going, we were allowed to run the 50K the next day. But we had to start half an hour behind the actual 50K. Mm. So it was a very strange situation. Um, I think they did the best they could, but there was probably a better way Mm. to do it. Starting half an hour behind the 50K, the front pack of our race quickly caught the backpack Mm. of the 50K. And it was basically four and a half hours of just like on your left, on your left, passing people. And so I lost the hype. Like, and, and these, a lot of the women that I was supposed to race against, their local Colorado runners and so a lot of them went home yeah. and didn't race and so it was a very different vibe and I like it was still it's a beautiful course it was such a beautiful area and still had had a good training day but it definitely didn't feel like the race I went mm. out for that said UTMB has been pretty good about being flexible with these qualifying okay. races and so by writing them like applying to change my, what we got was a 50 kilometer OCC qualifier. And they, they 
said, I just had to write a letter of motivation of what mm-hmm. I wanted to change to the hundred K. And so I did that and um, I've gotten my qualification for CCC. So I've heard they're pretty flexible about people moving up right. or down in depending on what they've qualified for, as long as you have the UTMB index for that race, like you've run the hundred mile or a hundred K before. So it's all worked out <laughs> and all good. And I, you know, bonus is I've recovered better after 50K <laughs> versus 100. So I'm, I'm back training strong and getting my vert in. I'm going to race um, Dirty Feet 50K out in Vernon next weekend as another training effort. And uh, you know how spring is in Canada. Like you, it's yep. hard to train, <laughs> especially for a big vert race in the mountains. And so I'm just kind of yeah, doing the best I can, getting my, my feet under me and hoping that I'm ready for Innsbruck wow. in a month. I'm, so yeah. before we get to Innsbruck, was it weather related is why they canceled it? Like what was the, yeah. Yeah. The, so it was uh, the rain, the mud. And because that desert doesn't soak up the rain, it just turns into like peanut mm. butter mud. There was also some flooding, I think, and they were having trouble getting volunteers out to the aid right. stations. So it was it was a myriad of right. things. Interesting. Okay. Because even yeah. at Moab, it was a lot yeah. colder than it should have been. It was a cold three day stage there. Totally, yeah. totally. But they were kind of prepared for that yeah. in Moab, mm. I think. You know, having alternate right. courses and being able to change things on the right. fly, and and that unfortunately didn't happen in Pruda. Don't know if it could have, right. but you know, hopefully next year they'll be, it would be different and they'll be more prepared for that kind of weather if it right. happens. Mm. So Innsbruck World is coming up. Is this your first time representing Team Canada? It is. Yeah, I'm so excited. I qualified a few years back and I ended up turning mm-hmm. it down to go to a friend's wedding. And you know what? At that time, Worlds wasn't, it didn't have the the hype, I think, and the prestige that it does now. Thailand changed things mm-hmm. last year. And I think, I think just the sport in general too, being like, oh, this is actually like a legit, sport and we are these there's some of the best in the world going and uh so this year I applied for the team and I'm really excited because it's such a strong team going for Canada and a big team going and I know a lot of the runners there's a few local friends that I have going and the women's long course especially like we got some great great (laughs) athletes and it's if everyone runs to the potential I, I don't know I think we have a shot at podium so I'm really excited. That's amazing. Who won the Worlds last year? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I think know. it was the U.S. I think yeah. it was the U.S. It might have been. And the U.S. has put together an incredible <laughs> team. So, you know, they're always strong. The I have so many friends that race for race in the U.S., race for the U.S., and they have such depth of, of athletes to choose <laughs> from. And it's growing in, in Canada. I mean, we, we're missing some of the best athletes in Canada going to this because it's so close to Western yep. States and some yeah. other major races. We don't have Jenny Quilty and Ilsa McDonald and some other big names, but the ones we do have, like we still have a really strong yeah, team. Exactly. Are you going to Austria early to check out the course? Yeah. Yes. I am again, just because they're, yeah, their trails are so steep compared to what, what we have here. And so to go out, especially kind of taking this last month of not having a full-time <laughs> job, I'm going to go out um, around May 23rd, have at least 10 good days of training before I have to taper, get used to the course, get used to the train, eat some schnitzel. And... Have you been there before? I've never oh, been to no, Austria. No, I've never been to Austria. 
And I've only heard the amazing things about Innsbruck. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to go. Austria is amazing. It's, it's its own little culture. You know, it has influences from Germany and, and Italy and whatnot, but it is mm -hmm. quite fascinating and, and varied terrain from the places that we've been Vienna well, we, raced, we did and, the Mozart 100 yeah in Salzburg so oh, that okay was, uh, yeah that was something that was something <laughs> <laughs> again we come from Ontario and we're racing in their backyard yeah. it's just unbelievable yeah what do you do yeah for sure how do you guys train for the vert you must just have to like repeat little hills all the time or go on the treadmill both, both. <laughs> and sometimes the same mm -hmm. day <laughs> <laughs> Just scraping it all together. Every meter he adds up. <laughs> With a wetted vest. A yes. wetted vest. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah. what other big races are on your to-do list? Other than Western, of course, which you mentioned. Yeah, I'd love to do Western. I did apply for Hard Rock for this year for the lottery. Uh, didn't get chosen. So that's one that was never on my radar. I was like, oh, man, Hard Rock. you got to be crazy to do Hard Rock. And... Now, I think now that I, I mean, I enjoyed CCC so much last year and the, those big mountain races are becoming more appealing mm. to me. It's funny how starting this running journey, initially starting with 50Ks and being like, oh, I'm never going to do 100 miles. And then you do 100 miles and then you're like, oh, I'm never going to do this. And then you're like, oh, maybe I will. So it's, it, that's the fun thing about this sport is you can keep kind of choosing your goals and pushing your body and seeing what happens. And there's just, there's so much variation in both terrain and distance. Mm -hmm. So hard rocks become definitely one that I'd be curious about Western States. I am actually hoping to go to Tarawara mm. next February. Uh, I've never been to New Zealand and just to go experience the culture as well as the race mm -hmm. is very appealing for me as well. Of course, another golden ticket yeah, shot. Yeah. So still there too. Yeah. And so hoping to go back to CCC this year, that one, I thought I was done with it. It just keeps pulling me back <laughs> for the, the quality of the race and the mountains, the trails, the competition. So yeah. I don't know. I think at some point I'll end up doing more local, local races again, mm -hmm. but the, the competition and travel has definitely been pulling me overseas. Well, destination races. This I we always yeah. figure that's the best way to see a country. Yeah, is run a hundred miles. Yep, <laughs> right. Well, and then you're there for a purpose too, yes. which I always really enjoy. It gives you when you travel around, you have something to talk about with the local people there, and it's you know you're there with a purpose, and you're there with a different way to connect to the people in the community. Absolutely. Mm. Any two hundreds in your future? Ooh, I don't think so. A <laughs> hundred hertz. A hundred hertz enough. I'm gonna. We'll we'll chat five years from now. <laughs> yeah. Ask ask me in a couple of years. Ask me in a couple of years. Right now, I feel like 100k is kind of the sweet spot. Mm. Um, I've only done three. Yeah, 300 milers, mm. and man, they're they're hard. They're really hard. But 100k, like I feel you can bounce back from pretty fast. I'm still curious about more testing myself more in the hundred mile distance. And something like Cocodona going, I think that's also this weekend. Yeah. It it intrigues me, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go I'd pace or crew anyone. That'd be a that'd be a hoot. But well I also think yes. running through the night is its own situation that 
you don't really constrain. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that was actually the really cool thing. I did run rabbit run in 2021, I believe. Yeah. And there when you're competing as a hare, so for the prize money, you start at noon. Mm. And the point of that is so that all the uh, elites that are competing yes. have to run yes. through the entire right. night. And I just felt that was such an interesting twist yeah. and yeah, it made it, they really try to level the playing field mm. as much as they can. So that was my first, well, maybe I'd run through an entire night once before in my first hundred miler. Cause that was a, a whole vision quest, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. You can't train for it. And it's funny how you just kind of adapt and go. It's uh, yeah. it just becomes part of it. I don't know. <laughs> I can't explain it. <laughs> Well, yeah, I think that's wraps it up for us. I I'm so excited for you to go to Worlds and along Thank along you. with the other Canadians, we're going to be chatting with yeah. um Galen Reynolds next week who's uh okay. originally from Ontario. I think Calgary. Oh, is it is it Alberta? I think so. Yeah, but I'm... he lives in Slovenia. If you if oh, if wow. you're not familiar with him, Arden, check out his ultra sign up. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. He should be the captain of a team. It's, he's got, it's impressive. Yeah, very impressive. And that's, yeah, it's funny. I know a lot of the women that are running on the team and I don't know a lot of the men. So it's going to be fun to meet some new people, hear some new stories and make some new friends. Yeah. It's, it's really exciting. You know, Brandon Miller. We talked, we talked to him at Mo. Yes. You know him. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon's a real, yeah. Brandon's a really good friend. He's definitely part of the crew here. Yeah. He's racing canyons this weekend, and I am always cheering for Brandon. He's like the nicest guy, so talented, and always so stoked. Humble oh, too, humble, and and has the most stoke out of anyone <laughs> I know. Like he is always <laughs> just—he loves running and this whole yeah. racing scene so much, <laughs> and so. If you want, if you want to get some stoke, just go talk. To him. Well, <laughs> we did actually. We did. He was on our podcast, <laughs> he, and he was excited. It was his first podcast. It was his first podcast. It was his first podcast, and he nailed it. <laughs> yeah, it was because he's so talented, and he just hasn't quite put together um, the race he's cap capable mm. of yet. And I'm so excited for when he does because, yeah, he's gonna just blow it out of the water. Just when everything lines up. Yeah, everyone's gonna know who Brandon Miller there is. You go. Really Deservedly so. Yeah. I said here. I said that. First, so. Well, when, when he, when you guys are all over in Austria, the world's gonna know who our Canadians are. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yeah, awesome. Well, before we let you go, we like to do a little rapid fire at the end of our podcasts. If you don't mind, we're just gonna ask you some okay. fun questions. Okay. What's the last concert you went to? Oh. Gosh, I don't even remember when I last went for, for a concert. The first I ever went to was the Dixie Chicks. Though. Oh, I live in, a, I was born and raised in Alberta. I'm a country. There man. we go. There we go. <laughs> do you have any tattoos? I do. Yeah. Um, I have one on my, I don't know if you can yeah. see it on my arm here. It says be kind. And my first hundred miler I ever ran, I was just being really hard on myself and really doubting every, every cell in my body. And I had a little heart to heart with myself and said, if you don't start being nicer and, and believing in yourself, you are not going to be able to do this. Mm. And so I took a Sharpie and I wrote be kind as be kind to myself on my arm. And I, that sort of became a habit at races. I would write that just as a reminder, like you, you're doing this for you mm. and you're the only person to rely on here. Be good to yourself. And then when my dad was di diagnosed with cancer, I had him write it out and 
I got it tattooed on. Aww, so that's that's so that awesome. story. That's interesting. That because that reminds me when I did Leadville for the second time, I wrote finish no matter what. <laughs> nice. And, and I made sure I finished. Because he DNF the first yeah. time. So. I DNF in 2010. <laughs> this is I an went, important message. Yeah, I wrote that <laughs> yeah. finish no matter what. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's become sort of a thing for me too, where depending on what like what I'm trying to to summon that day. I will write some sort of triggered word on my yeah. arm for when the, when the times get tough. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, uh, would you rather run on the treadmill or outside when it's minus 20? Treadmill. Oh, Ooh. I think you're the first. Yeah. First Albertan to answer that that way. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm such a weenie when it comes to being cold now. One of my, so I moved to Calgary from Vancouver. I was working in Vancouver. And when I moved here, I said, my one deal is going to be, I'm going to have a treadmill in my house so I could roll out of bed before work, put on shorts, no matter the weather and run the treadmill. And I mean, I've run up to a marathon on the treadmill now. <laughs> I, I'd rather be outside in good weather, but if it's really cold and dark in the morning, <laughs> give me some Netflix and a treadmill and I'm good to go. <laughs> um, now you're a dentist, so this is going to be controversial. What's your favorite candy? No, dentists are, for other, we're our own worst. <laughs> I love candy. <laughs> uh nibs nibs look fresh ah, black or red red i agree i'm i prefer the black <laughs> <laughs> would you rather be a professional artist writer or musician uh ooh. i'd love to be an artist if i was good at it <laughs> i actually during covid especially i i picked up paints mm. and i've actually done some pottery wheels nice and I think it comes from being a dentist. I like to use my hands. Mm. And so I like the the aspect of creating with my hands. Um, pottery wheel is really meditative. Yeah. I, I love it. And so that's something I hope to do more in my future. Very good. Uh, name a TV show that you're embarrassed to say you watch. Oh. I mean, I watch a lot of like rom-com, <laughs> chick flicks, movies <laughs> for TV show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I watched the Netflix, what was it called? A tourist guide to love oh, no. the other day. And my boyfriend, yeah, my boyfriend looked over and like, what are you watching? <laughs> I said, Oh, just mind your own business. I, I grew up in a family of four girls and I think we had lots of like guilty pleasure rom-coms i i've watched meg ryan's french kiss at least 10 times wow. with my mom yeah well then ryan reynolds or ryan gosling <laughs> oh ryan reynolds you know you gotta go canadian and he's funny right and he's so yeah. funny yeah. not yeah. that ryan gosling can't be funny but he's just genuinely he doesn't come across as a funny guy. Mm. I, yeah, I mean, if I was to choose someone to date, I'd probably choose Ryan, Ryan Reynolds because you'd make me laugh. I agree with that. I agree with that. They're both good looking. So, I mean, it's splitting hairs. <laughs> Last question. Hey, pick a superpower. Uh, I would like to teleport. Yep, mm -hmm. That's popular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, you don't have to deal with long travel. I'd like a good road trip, but it'd be nice to just be like, I'm just going to be there <laughs> harry potter is one of my favorite book series and movie series okay. so i'd i'd take some magic powers that'd be great <laughs> if i could go back to school i'd go to hogwarts <laughs> awesome well thanks again thanks so Arden. much for your time we really appreciate it yeah thank you guys um i i mean i love the the aspect of just building the, the running scene in canada and spreading the the joy that running brings everyone and 
increasing our fan base yep. and just getting more people out there. It's great. So thank you for everything you do with the sport. Oh, thank you so much. so much. But we'll be watching you in June. So. The world's going to be watching. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> See you in Chamonix. Yes. See you in Chamonix. We'll go for We'll go for a glass of wine. <laughs> love right. it. Love it. After. <laughs> after. After. Maybe a croissant before. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank All you right. so much. Thank you. Right. Thanks. Bye. 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 There you have it. Arden Young. Yeah, I'm so envious. We've talked to a lot of people that are relocating to be closer to the mountains to be able to train. And I give them so much props because you got to do it when you're young and before you've really set down roots. So if you're thinking about it, don't <laughs> think too long. Just do it. Just do it. We would have done it. Oh, God. If we could go back and do it over again. Yeah. We'll get there eventually. Yeah, but our career's over. <laughs> well, we're not going to be competitive in, in running anymore, but... We'll be hikers. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> all the best to her at uh, the Worlds, mm -hmm. and all the best to her again at Chamonix. Take it on CCC again. Yes, yeah. yes. And we're going to be, hopefully, sharing a glass of wine at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> and wishing all of our Canadians success at worlds in june yeah and next on the podcast is galen reynolds galen reynolds yeah. who is going to be uh, a good conversation with he is nice when you hear what he has to say i'd say he should be team captain <laughs> <laughs> he should be carrying the flag <laughs> but hey that's just me anyway no disrespect no. to whoever the captain is. Do we know who the captain is? I don't know if they even have a captain. Oh, well, there you go. Well, we should find out. <laughs> well, we will by the time we uh, talk to Galen. How's that? Okay. All right. Until next time. <laughs> we are your hosts, Jody and Norman. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Please visit our website, gotterunracing.com, for more details and join us on social media at gotterunracing on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can support our channel by joining us on Patreon. All of the links can be found in the show notes. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Cheers.